Hello and welcome to everyone out there listening to our last episode of the year 2023. We are recording this episode just ahead of Christmas, though we cannot assume that the engines of the European institution will switch to power saving mode, so neither are we. We are looking today at the EMD or parts of the EMD. Um, on which the trialogue negotiations are actually going into a third political trialogue in two days from now. A good 12 months ago, we discussed together with Leonardo Mios the impact of the then-announced market reform on the existing design of our energy system. Uh, today, with his colleague, Alberto Podocznik, who is teacher at FSR, but also Executive Deputy Director at World of Practice and the first Director of ASA between 2010 and 2019. We will focus our discussion on the so-called Flexible Connection Agreements, FCAs, and thus revive the discussion on this ever-interesting subject. Before we start, welcome Alberto. Thank you very much. It's my pleasure to, to be here and to have an opportunity to exchange views with you. I just assume that I can skip a long introduction to the um, market design and its reform. The topic has been at the headlines for over 12 months now. I would like to dive right into the subject so that we can use our time effectively. As, as just mentioned, we are focusing today on flexible connection agreements, which are also included in the revision. We at EDSO see such kind of agreements to have an unforeseen potential that does indeed support the overarching goal of the reform to make electricity prices independent of fossil energies, um, to protect consumers from exorbitant prices, but also to enhance their better protection and the acceleration of the deployment of renewable energies. At the same time, it could relieve the high and ever more mentioned grid investment needs. So, Alberto, I think it would be good to give the listeners a first introduction to FCAs and their traditional use or definition. Well, thank you very much. Yes, indeed. Uh, flexible connection agreements have been around. I've not been used very frequently. An FCA, a flexible connection agreement, can be defined as any agreement for connection which does not provide firm capacity, fixed firm capacity throughout the year or throughout over time. So um, there are various that can be envisaged. One is to have different levels of firm capacity at different times, for example, uh, peak of peak, winter, summer, etc. And you can think of some processes which may require different level of uh, capacity at different times or more dynamically and that is probably what we you know we can see for the future connection agreements which provide a, a level of flexibility over time on the level of capacity that is provided to the connecting party and that is in contrast with the um, connection agreements for fixed capacity which part of the time is is not fully utilized all right, so we have on the one hand the flexible connection agreement and on the other hand the fixed connection agreements where we could say capacities are being wasted 
in a way when they're not being used. So what is, uh, just to make it very clear, what is the idea behind the flexible connection agreement? So the idea is to try to take advantage of the fact that the committed capacity contractually, both from the DSO side and the user side is not always fully utilized and to see whether this capacity could be made available to other users in order to reduce the investment needs uh, of the system. From the customer perspective, could you elaborate on the advantages flexible connection agreements offer for customers and thereby and thereby outline the possibility of having them contributing to the energy transition? Yeah, maybe there are two dimensions here. One is in some countries, and maybe the Netherlands is the most uh, obvious and extreme example, there is very little capacity left, if any, to connect new sources of electricity or new consumers. And then a flexible connection agreement may be a way of allowing connections in some areas which are not yet fully full, while providing some degree of flexibility to the DSO and to the consumers on how to use this connection capacity. So here we are talking about either temporary solutions to solve a, a temporary problem, or they even can become a permanent feature whereby we're trying to explore all areas of flexibility uh, on the consumer side in order to reduce the cost of the transition. You know, we know that the, the system in the future would need to be more flexible to accommodate a larger share of uh, variable uh, renewable sources and uh, flexibility in the way in which the connected the contracting capacity is used could be a way of introducing uh, flexibility. So in the future, I hope that um, most member states will look into this uh, direction and uh, find a way of, uh, in this way, uh, reducing the, the cost, the investment cost of uh, the distribution network. Let's talk again about FCAs as a permanent solution. Actually, in the Parliament's position at one point, um, it was aimed for a deliberate exclusion of FCAs as permanent solutions, which then again is a threat to ongoing regulatory sandboxes in some member states and is not recommended by EDSO. For example, in France, we have the project called Reflex, um, which is going on since 2021 and is a good example for how permanent or the implementation of FCAs as a permanent solution could save gridded investments um, up to 30% in that particular case. So, in your point of view, what do you think? Why would someone want to limit FCAs to be a, only temporarily? I can think of some concerns that MEP might have, and which I would have, if anything else. First of all, is um, these connection agreements should be voluntary, and grid users should be informed of what they what they mean, because we've seen a lot of misinformation in the past, especially with final consumers, who are the, you know, the, the more vulnerable part of the of the sector. And they should be properly priced. As you mentioned, the, this connection agreement might save some investments and therefore 
the benefits of the savings should be shared with with consumers. So the track record of involving consumers in the in, in the liberalization is being at least mixed, I would say, and therefore an effort should be made there. But if everything is done properly, I, I see potentials for this. Certainly, certainly. Um, so do we at EDSO. And this brings me to my last question on uh, the regulatory side, meaning how much regulation on the European level do you think makes sense? Um, is it necessary to define something already now within the EMG and how much in depth should that be? Or yes, is it is it necessary at all at this stage? No, 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 clearly, um, you know, the, the technical rules are not for European legislation. But I think some general principles to, to ensure that, for example, consumers are protected, that this is done properly, that they see the benefits of uh, providing uh, flexibility to the system in this and other ways. Um, I think this could go, could go in, in legislation because these are principles that we want shared by all member states when they implement the, the more detailed rules at national level. At the end of the day, uh, it also gives a message. It gives a message to consumers that they, they are an important part mm-hmm. of the future energy sector, that their role and their contribution is valuable, but they are also protected and uh, that they would be able to share the benefits of whatever value that they provide. Well, yes, uh, of course, guiding principles from the EU level to then be implemented on national or in national individualist frameworks um, makes sense, of course. Before we close this episode, Alberto, would you have a final remark, consideration to share with our audience? We usually do this in the end before we say Goodbye. Yes, there may be a final consideration that FCAs are part of a new role that DSOs will have to play, a new role uh, with respect to what their traditional role uh, role was. In the past, they were mostly concerned with delivering electricity produced at large power stations connected to the transmission grid and to serve consumers. So they, you know, their main concern was to ensure continuity of supply, continuity mm-hmm. of distribution. I think now they have a totally new role of managing flexibility at local level and somehow integrating the, this, this activity with the traditional management and balancing activities of, um, of the TSO. And FCAs are one of the many new instruments that they will be able to use. I think that's a good word to the end. Highlighting again the new role of DSOs. And thank you so okay. much for the discussion. Well, it was a pleasure. <laughs> okay. Thank you, thank you, you Alberto. Thanks you. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.